The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Feeling better? Looking better? Making life better? It's Life Tips. Life Tips. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life tips. Life tips. Life tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Welcome your hosts, Byron White and Amanda Smith. Welcome to the show, everyone. Amanda, how are you? I'm fine. I My voice is out of commission. And perhaps you'd like to explain to your fans why your voice might be out of, out of sync, shall we say? I had, uh, you know, I had my bachelorette party. We went to Vegas. I left my voice in Vegas. <laughs> Is there anything else that you may have left in Vegas? No, no, no. I caught Just up on my reading voice. and my sleep in Vegas, and that's the story that I'm sticking to. <laughs> that's a great story to stick to. We we stand behind you 100. percent Absolutely. Uh, so the, the, good, the good news is, well, uh, we'll, we'll uh, I'll let myself ramble on quite a bit today with a fabulous guest we have showing up in a little bit here that will join us. We want to learn a little bit about the famous uh, rubber rubber made uh, brand and mm-hmm. how they're using social media to advance their business. Uh, so that's going to be really fun. Uh, before we get them on, while you still have your voice. In your mind right now, what do you th- when you think of Rubbermaid, what do you think of? What, co- what pops cans. right in your head? What is it? Trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> I think co- I think coolers. I think I think yeah. uh, keeping beers cold or something. You know, I, you're I, right. I'm, you're right. And you know, Byron, you should see. Like I, I was talking to Jim earlier, and he's got such a list of you know social media outlets that Rubbermaid is using to to you know spread the word. I mean, they're even using Flickr. And I wanted to ask him more about how they're using Flickr to uh, to um, really use, utilize social media for themselves. And I think it's going to be fun to really you know laser focus a client like Rubbermaid is to. Um, you know, uh, statistics and data and, and response and how they're, what sort of positive reaction they're getting from people. Um, and uh, so it's really going to be fun. We're going to hear from a, a legendary brand in the United States and in the world for that matter. Uh, mm-hmm. And let's tune back in in just a few minutes with Tim, uh, I'm sorry, Jim. Uh, did I see that? Diesel? Okay, great. Thanks for that save. Uh, <laughs> who is the manager of e-branding and marketing at Rubbermaid? Back in a minute, everybody, with Jim Diesel. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system. 
from PRWeb and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PRWeb can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PRWeb, the premier online release news and content distribution service. Here's your bill. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah, RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making me more money today than it did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of great products to meet the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. RevenueWire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. And now, back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Mandy, I'm back. We're here now with Jim Diesel, the manager of e-branding from, and marketing from Uppermade. Jim, welcome. Well, uh, welcome. Thanks for uh, having me on. It's a pleasure. Pleasure. Did, we get, did I get your name right for starters? It's an interesting spelling, D-E-I-T-Z-E-L. Uh, well, it's pretty close. It's actually Diesel, but uh, oh. D- Diesel's pretty close there. <laughs> Oh, not, well, not that. I, I suppose if uh, you went to Vegas and you're out there, maybe that's how you might pronounce it too, right? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Well, thanks for being on the show today. We're dying to hear a little bit about how you're using social media as a strategy to advance your business. Tell us a little bit about the overview of what's going on. Oh, so uh, we have been using a lot of social tactics for uh, a year and a half, maybe two years now. Uh, we we do everything from um, we're on Twitter pretty actively. We blog. Uh, we have some stuff up on YouTube. We utilize Flickr. Uh, we we also have reviews and ratings on our website. Um, and, and, and those are kind of the core features that we we have right now. We're connecting with a lot of bloggers in a lot of different ways. Um, so uh, yeah, we're just. We're, we're pretty active in the space. It's really it's really working out well for us. Hmm. And um, what type of conversations are you having with people, and how are you specifically sort of using it to connect with people? And what what are the connection points that you're seeing? Um, so one of our core uh, groups of people that we try to connect with are professional organizers. And about a year and a half ago, we we kind of set an objective that we wanted to get to know professional organizers uh, with the hopes that they could become 
super advocates for the Rubbermaid brand. We already knew that they used our products, uh, everything from trash cans and coolers to closet organizers and, and uh, garage organizers and food storage containers. So with, with that in mind, we went out and we started looking for the professional organizers. Uh, we, we did not start by saying we're going to blog or we're going to use Twitter or we're going to use Facebook. We said, let's look for them. So we started looking for them online and found out that there was a large group of professional organizers already on Twitter. So uh, we started reaching out to them and having conversations with them via Twitter. And the conversations, uh, we'd go back and forth and we'd talk about different topics in organization, different products potentially. Uh, and then those conversations actually began to migrate offline and we, we would have conversations with them on the phone talking about uh, projects or how we might be able to assist them or uh, professional organizers would call us up and say, I'm going to be on a, uh, a local news uh, TV show. What are some of your newest products that you might want to feature? Uh, so that, that, that's, uh, that's one example of how we utilize social media for some very direct one-on-one -on -one conversation. Hmm. And, and how, how have you defined success, and, and what, is, what has that success been? Well, so that's, that's, a, that's a pretty interesting question. Uh, some of the, the, the activities that we've, uh, in the measurements that we've utilized are pretty non-traditional. So, for instance, uh, again, with the professional organizers, we, were, we went to a, a national trade show with them back in, I believe it was in April, and we were invited to a tweet-up that the organizers were holding. So we were one of the, the first brands to go. One or two other brands went to the tweet-up, but uh, a metric for us was when we showed up there, we got a standing ovation. So that's not your typical metric that, you know, that it's X amount of dollars or revenue or visits to a website or uh, velocity in the social media conversation. That was a but that was a metric that was pretty important to us. It meant that we were really making a connection with these organizers. Um, some of the other, we, we do have some traditional type metrics where we, we measure online conversation and the velocity and the sentiment of those conversations. Um, but in the, the case of the organizers, I, I think the biggest was you know, how they react with us. So on a given day, how many conversations online are you having with your, with your customers and planners and Rubbermaid people, <laughs> your people? Uh, yeah, so that, that's interesting. We have, uh, there are a couple uh, people in the company that uh, utilize Twitter and also blog. Uh, so I, I, my Twitter account is at Rubbermaid. There's also uh, Lauren Spar who is... Uh, she goes by at Rubbermaid2. If I were to guess, we might talk with a, a couple, a dozen, maybe a couple dozen people a day. It, it definitely depends on the day uh, when we're having the conversations. 
and, and what's going on and if there's something to really talk about. We're not out there talking just to make noise. We're out there specifically with these organizers when there's something that we need to communicate or want to communicate or we see something that they tweet and we want to add some, uh, some conversation into that topic. Um, but we, have, we do have uh, quite a few visitors on our blog, so there are some, uh, com- there's some comments there. So if you want to count that as conversation, uh, we, we get some of that interaction. We get product reviews on our website you know, every day. Uh, so you know, and all the different outlets, I mean, quite a few. What kind of traffic are you getting on your blog? Um, monthly, it's, uh, it's 10, 15,000 people a month, um, and potentially that could be more. We're, we're, uh, we're in the process of updating some stuff on our Rubbermaid.com website, and so we're hoping to uh, really promote our blog and begin some uh, pretty in-depth integration between all of our communication points online. So on our new site, uh, like for instance, product reviews are going to be all over the website. Uh, different blog posts that we do are going to be all over our website, so that people can see, you know, all the different places that we're, we're we're talking, and that it's not just a product catalog and it's not just a company, but it's real people working here doing real projects around their home, around organization. What have you learned about the wants and needs of your customers in the social media space? So, in other words, your customers want your products, they're having parties, but what do your social media customers seem to want? Are they looking for something a little different? Companionship? Answers to their live answers from their questions from the almighty corporate headquarters of Rubbermaid? Like, what's floating their boat? Have you learned anything different about yeah. their needs versus traditional customer needs? Yeah, so, so we, we don't, there's not a whole lot of people that are engaging with us from a customer service perspective. Uh, so people aren't asking, you know, how do I do this? Or, you know, I have a question about a product. Those aren't happening. The conversations that we're having uh, really revolve around, uh, with general consumers, questions around organization, because that's how we've we've come out of the gate positioning ourselves as we're Rubbermaid, and, and we, we make products that will help you get organized in your life. So all the conversations that we're having revolve around that. So when we're doing a blog post, it will be somebody in the company doing a home organization project uh, like anybody else. And so the people coming to our blog or to our website or, or connecting with us via Twitter or, or wherever, it's those types of conversations. It, it's, it's, hey, you know, I have a, my garage is a mess. I need some ideas or some tips on how to organize that garage or how to organize my food storage containers because they're falling out of the cabinets everywhere. And then we don't respond with, well, here's a product. We respond with, well, go check out pictures of my garage beforehand or go check out this blog post from another consumer that we might post on our website to kind of put them in that mindset that, you know, anybody can get organized. It just takes a little bit of uh, uh, planning and, uh, 
in patients. Are you you are clearly becoming a champion of helping your company understand that you're more in the project organizational business and and not just exclusively in the product creation business? Would would right. you agree with that statement? And and how is how are you socializing that philosophy amongst your peers? And how is it how is it being received? So uh, so I don't think it's uh, really a. Uh uh, uh, I think everybody in Rubbermaid, that's our whole mission. That's our, our guiding philosophy is to um, to not just sell products but to sell organizational solutions. So I don't think that I have to champion that. Uh, and, and the reality is that that knowing what our brand stands for and what, how we want to help people, that really – positioned us for what we needed to do in the social media space. So I mentioned earlier that understanding our consumers and and knowing who our advocates could be helped us define where we might go in the social media space, uh, but also understanding what our brand was about helped define what we did. So we did not put up a blog just to put up a blog. We put up a blog called Adventures in Organization to showcase how employees and everyday people could get organized because we knew that uh, supported our brand positioning. So I I don't really have to socialize that internally. Uh Good for you. Lucky you. (laughs) Yeah, right. um, who, Who creates the content for much of your work? Have you... Created it internally well, or using outside resources? You know, clearly it, being in the organizational business is a big business to be in because there's a lot to say and write about that. Um, I can't imagine there's one or two individuals in your company internally creating that. Um, but tell me what your content creation strategy is. So there are uh, – so we have lots of different types of content. Uh, all of the blogging content and all the Twitter content and the Flickr content and YouTube content – well, YouTube content, we put up TV commercials too. So, But generally, all of that type of social media content is created by uh, Rubbermaid employees. Uh, and it's right now, it's maybe only five, six, seven different employees that are creating the majority of that content. However, we are growing our blogging program to begin incorporating additional people in the company. So all of that type of content is done internally. Uh, we do have some other, uh, w- what I'll refer to as more formal type content, long form written articles with uh, photography that is that is done by a firm that uh, they've actually been doing it for three or four years, um, and, and they write some of this content for us, uh, and and that and we kind of position those two pieces against each other to say. Here's something that's pretty formal, and this goes on our website. And here's something informal that we'll put on our blog uh, that just kind of shows what we do. Uh-huh. I think that's a great strategy. I will I will save you the, uh, the the business pitch, Jim, for having Idea Launch come in and pitch the <laughs> the outsourced writing. I will save that for a <laughs> private call with you. But overall, I, have you been ha- have, overall have you been happy? Um, with the outsourcing of, of that sort of uh, 
messaging and that content and really having some people, you know, super focus on it? Have you been happy with outsourcing uh, that type of quality content? Uh, absolutely, it's it's been uh, it's been a wonderful relationship with the co- uh, the company's name is Redwood Custom Communications, and they uh, they're very, they're phenomenal. That's, I really can't put it in any other words except that they really have a very deep understanding of our consumer also, and and they're very forward thinking. Um, so yeah, they do a great job. Excellent. And what do you think the the hurdles have been? We've painted this wonderful rosy picture that everything is just going fantastic with Rubbermaid and social media. But come on, let's get under the hood and the engine here. What are the challenges? What what's not working well? Uh, I, I don't know that there's a whole lot that's not working well. The the challenges I think are just uh, time. Maybe you know some of this stuff takes a lot of time to write a good blog series on, let's say it's making over your garage, might take a couple weekends of your time and uh, numerous hours during the, the business day to, to write the article, post everything to the blog and to Flickr. Um, but I, I don't know that we have any real challenges um, because we're, we're going at this pretty uh, pretty loosely. We're, we're, we're feeling our way through that and and we're letting we're letting our consumers kind of help guide us through this. You know, we'll, we'll have a, uh, a a blogger come to us and say, "Hey, I have a great idea for a project. Why don't you do something like this?" And we'll say, "Hey, that's a wonderful idea. We should do that. Thanks a lot. How would you like to write a blog post?" Um, so, so internally, we're writing a lot of the blog posts, but. We're also letting our customers write things for our blog also or or on Twitter. We you know, we're we're not the only ones with project and organizational ideas. So with with our philosophy that the, the consume we're trying to help people get uh, organized, we're allowing everybody else to also show how that happens. How many so people are how many people are full-time dedicated to social media? You mentioned a couple of you seem to have job descriptions that point yourself at that media. Um, uh, well, is that your full-time nobody. job, or are you doing other things as well? No, it's uh, it's not even part of my job description. <laughs> we, we don't have anybody. Uh, in the, it, it's, it's people. It's uh, myself, so I'm the e-marketing manager, uh, which... Is, you know anything online, which I guess uh, I guess social media somewhat falls into there. Uh, Lauren Spar, who is our public relations manager, uh, she does stuff. Erin uh, Gentry, uh, who was a uh, intern for the summer, and she's actually still with the company. She's been doing a lot of social media stuff. We have marketing managers uh, from Canada doing blog posting. So it, it's nobody's. Uh, Responsibility or job duty, I guess I'm um, kind of leading the charge, but I think we're all just pitching in and, and saying to ourselves, this, is, uh, this works out pretty well. 
Jim, that's great that you've got so many different personalities contributing to the blog, that it's not just one central voice that carries through. You've got, you know, you know, men and women contributing, men and women of different ages contributing. I mean, so many people must have so many different perspectives on the ideas of organizations. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the things that I write about are not the things that Lauren will write about, for sure, right. or, or Brian Miller from our uh, Canada office. And what, what seems to happen is that some of our readers and people that we connect with, I think they tend to uh, enjoy certain people's uh, postings or, or commentary, much like when you read a newspaper and you'll, you'll enjoy the editorial section of a couple writers, but not all of them, right? So do you think that having... Uh having that variety of perspective is vital to having a successful company blog? Uh, I don't think it's necessarily vital. I think it all depends on the particular company and what they're trying to achieve. Um, in our case, it's, you know, again, talking about organization, and there are so many ways to get organized that having all the different personalities and voices really helps because, certain personalities will resonate with, with certain people. But there are cases when you might want a blog from a CEO of a company, and that's all that blog is about. So really, I, I think the, the number and the diversity of voices is really dependent upon what your objective and messages are. Let's go back to your uh, uh, thoughts on tracking the impact of the time and the investment that you're putting into your social media efforts? How do you track that ROI? Well, so yeah, a couple of different ways, right? So we, we have uh, some social media monitoring in place, uh, and we track things like velocity of conversation, sentiment of conversation, uh, things like that, which are pretty typical tracking measures, but so then the, 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 the return on that investment, right? How do you measure that? And uh, it, it's a little bit hard, um, and it's really no different than, say, a, a, a general branding website that doesn't have e-commerce. So the question is, what is the value of a, a website that doesn't have e-commerce? And if, if you read certain reports from Forrester, uh, They'll, they'll throw out a percentage that says X percentage of people that visit a website uh, probably purchase your product. So traffic to a website generated from social media efforts is certainly a measure, which then you can you know, extend that out and say, well, potentially that's the influence on sales. Um, you, and to a small extent, we do track some uh, e-commerce activities. Uh, we're, I mean, that's not our focus uh, at all, but we do look at it. That by no means drives what we, uh, what activities we're doing in the social media space. Really, it, it's a, it's a, it's a very loose measure of are the people out there are they beginning to understand the message about Rubbermaid uh, in whole that we're about organization or if there's a particular product, are people understanding what that product's about? So, for instance, we 
in the summer, we released a, uh, a line of, uh, finished out a line of products for our Easy Find Lids food storage system. And so one of the things we needed to communicate was how this entire food storage system works together to really keep your kitchen cabinets organized so that you don't have lids in one place and the containers somewhere else and mismatched lids. And we, we really thought that allowing other bloggers and other people to, one, sample that product, get to know it themselves, and communicate that message was really a, a very effective way because what, one of the things that we realized was that there was no one right way to use the product. Back in January, we were sitting in a meeting and 10 of us were in the room. We were listing on the board, what's the best way to use this product? And not a single person in that room had the same idea. And so what we did with this program, we had a goal of sampling the set of food storage containers to bloggers to get 100 bloggers to review the product. We sent out samples with zero requirement or commitments. We said, here's product. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, we'd like to know. You don't have to write a review. You don't have to do anything with it. Here you go. Try it out because we think you like it. You'll like it. And you'll talk to your neighbors and, and maybe you'll even blog about it. And we've pretty much reached that goal. Um, so that was a metric. That, so we set an objective to try to hit that metric. Uh, but what was the hard ROI? That's hard to determine. Um, yeah, there were about five questions that just popped in my head there. I'm going to try to <laughs> only ask one of them. But here's okay. one of them. On the... Um, you know, do you feel you use social media at this point as a as a as a as a push strategy to educate people, or as a, as a pull strategy to generate leads and warmer leads for potential sales? Um, you know, as a uh, or both of those is is it push and pull? Let's just talk about those. Push education, pull lead generation. Improved conversion rates would certainly be another ROI measurement. Yeah. I, you know. I, I would say it, it's probably not. It's probably if so. It, it's it's communicating our message. So if you want to describe that as as a push, but it, it's a it's a it's it's not a hard sell type message. We're not going out there and tweeting about here's our new product, uh, and we're not blogging about the product. We're blogging about projects that may or may not uh, utilize our projects uh, there, or our products. There are many times we'll, we'll have a blog that has nothing to do with a Rubbermaid product. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those are the, uh, the ones that have had the greatest response, such as mm-hmm. how do you organize a sock drawer? We have nothing for that. But you know what? Lots of people commented on that one. Uh, so it, I guess it's the push. The pull... Uh, not we're not so concerned with that right now. It's, it's we're not out there saying we need to drive e-commerce sales or we need to drive online coupon downloads via social media. And what about do you want consumers? Yeah, those are. And by the way, I'm famous for asking really difficult, pain in the ass questions. So thank thank you for for for, ask, for answering those. Do you want consumers to use 
social media as a vehicle to get resolutions to problems they're having with your products? And how, how have you handled that so far? So, uh, have, you, have you put a welcome so, mat up or, or veered away from it? Uh, we've done neither. Uh, consumers <laughs> are not uh, asking those questions. Uh, that, that, that is not our... So we, we've not really had to go into that area yet. Uh, we're not going with. We're not out on our Twitter account like a JetBlue, uh, trying to use that as customer resolution. So that was not our objective. If we see somebody out there that has a problem, we will reach out to them to try to help them. Uh, there are very. Few, they are very few and far between. Uh, so people aren't looking to us, and specifically our Twitter account as a customer service tool. Um, if they come, we'll, we'll gladly, you know, do whatever we need to to, you know, solve those issues. But that is not our strategy by any means. Of course, there are 1.5 million people listening to this live right now. And if you check your Twitter right. account, it is now flooded with uh, people that want to get their 20-year-old uh, Tupperware <laughs> Top replaced because they've saved the bottom, hoping you would presume pr- pr- create a new top for their 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 uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's right. good good social media humor there, if if there is such a thing. Um, right. Where, where do you see it all going? Where 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 do you you know you like where you are, but what excites you about where you could go? Oh, I think we like we like the interaction with uh, customers. Uh, we we like that people review our products on our website, uh, whether it's a good review or a bad review. If it's a good review, that's wonderful. If it's a not so good review, we take that in stride as a learning, uh, and, and we look at those and we say, oh, so why was that? Why did they not like that product, or or what 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 did they think the flaw was? And, and we utilize that and to help make the company better. So I think where we're headed is you know just continued uh, openness and continued dialogue with with customers. Uh, we we want to be here. We want to we want to be a company that uh, manufactures products and provides solutions. That help, or you know, in your home or wherever you may need to use them, and we're here for those people. Hmm. If you had to choose between these three three things, would that you would guess that social media could best help your company with in say five years from now? Would it be to drive better product design, uh, create a better responsive vehicle for customers? Or to have better parties, what would you choose? Or better uh, well, organized so lives. Better organized lives. Make parties, it, but uh, uh, better organized lives. How about that? Uh, better organized lives. Uh, well, so all three. Uh, <laughs> we know that's, and I don't think that uh, you can't have all of those because right now uh, the communication with our consumers and our customers are providing. Uh, they're providing input to our product design, and, and we it's very helpful. The customer resolution, absolutely. The, the, 
our customer service department, the first thing they would probably say is, yeah, we, we want to help our customers in the most effective manner possible. If that is Twitter or if that is uh, a tool like Bizarre Voices Ask and Answers, uh, then so be it. And, and we know that we want to help people get organized. So I don't think that in five years or in five months that you have to pick any one of those. I think you can be involved in all areas. And the, the, the thing about the social media growth is once you get out of the gate, you begin to realize that it's not just a small team, but it's the entire company that can be involved. And each, each area can be involved in a different way. So customer service there are different tools and opportunities for them. Uh, for product development, there's different tools and opportunities for them to engage. Uh, from a marketing perspective, there are, there are tools to engage. Hmm. Mandy, have we asked enough challenging questions for one day, you think? <laughs> I think you, I think <laughs> you really gave them, you really drilled into them, Byron. <laughs> Should we give poor Jim a break over there? I, uh, <laughs> uh, we, we've we've really enjoyed having you on the show and sharing these ideas. You're you're a legendary brand in in in, uh, in the world, and uh, it's really been an honor to have you on the show. Well, thanks. Uh, we appreciate it. <laughs> thanks for the clapping from our fabulous Some producer, today, George yeah. at Webmaster Radio. Uh, thanks everyone for listening on the show, Mandy. Any final questions and/or closure from you? And your scratchy and bachelorette party Vegas voice. My scratchy, horrible voice. <laughs> no, I, I think it'd be better if I just if I just tuned out. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks again for being on the show, Jim. Thank you. Right on. Until next week, everyone. I hope your life is a little smarter, better, faster, and 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 better made, like rubber made. <laughs> Ah, nice. That was great, actually. That was one of my favorite closings from you, Mandy. Perfect. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next week on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.